Thanks for tuning in to Art to Heart. My name is Mandy, and through this podcast, I delve into the creative minds of the artists in the Fort Wayne area. Each episode sheds light on the thoughts, feelings, and backgrounds of the artisans that bring pizzazz to Fort Wayne. This is where you can get tips on tapping into your creative soul and for information about upcoming events in the arts community. I'm out of my usual habitat at the Fillmore on Broadway and back again at Jennifer Ford Art. Today I'm meeting with artist and resident at the gallery, Frank Lewis Allen. Thanks for joining us today, Frank. Thank you. There are probably many out there who don't quite understand what it means to be an artist and resident. What has that meant for you? I think it's for me it's just meant that uh, Jennifer Ford Art and the people who work here enjoy me coming in and, and creating art here. They just they really like having people around doing creative stuff whilst they work. I bet that's a real treat for them. Despite all odds, you have been really making a name for yourself here in Fort Wayne. We will get into your involvement more later, but would you mind sharing with us some of the struggles you have faced with your health over the past few years and why it might be so ironic that you do what you do? Well, originally, until I was about the age of 31, I was very anxious about drawing on paper. I would draw with a tablet on a, on a computer with a tablet pen, a whack, whack on, and uh, I would feel like if I was drawing on paper, there's too much possibility for it to be wrong, make mistakes. Mm. And uh, with a computer, I could just gloss over these things and change them. And then, then I stumbled upon abstract drawing, and I just found that I was just really good at it. It's just yeah. natural. Also, um, what happened was I crushed a disc in my back. So uh, for about six months, I couldn't really go anywhere. And the furthest I could walk to was, uh, was a friend's house. And uh, he used to play records from the 70s, cool. like uh, Jazz Fusion, and Mount Vishnu Orchestra, and Groundhogs, and, and that bands like that. And one day I just sat there and I just started drawing. And uh, some of the... the the four drawings I did that night were like the, I think some of my best work. Oh, really? Yeah. Just they were so unforced and free, and I think that's what I seek to get out of my art. For me to feel like it's, it's quite a strong artistic impression, it needs to look good, but also just sort of come about by its own, really, just by by drawing random lines and because and, I. I'm quite, quite strong belief that your subconscious, well, I know scientific fact that your subconscious works now distances and mm-hmm. all the stuff to do with your visual cognition. So by distracting my brain and listening to music, then I'm able to use that to its full without worrying about it. Because I think a lot of people worry about what they're drawing and it shuts that down and it, it takes away a lot of their skills. Right. That's interesting. And true, I've kind of noticed that myself too. Sometimes my best work is done in the car because I'm driving and concentrating on the road, but I will be listening to music. And then the next time I put on that same piece, I'm like, oh yeah, I was kind of thinking about this while I was driving. And it ends up being really cool when I actually get to sit down and really delve into that and figure it out. Well, lucky you. I mean, it's not lucky that you had a back injury, but maybe if you didn't have the time to sit down and kind of take time off and figure out your passion. Uh, I think I was also quite uh, depressed. I've got an eye disease, and uh, basically it's, it's called retinitis pigmentosa. What it means is 
as my cells die in my my into my rods, mm-hmm. uh, I haven't got a gene to replace them with new ones. So uh, I've met other people with the same disease, and they've gone blind by the time they're twenty. Oh wow! So I've been quite fortunate with how slow mine's progressed, but. I got quite depressed about that. And around about the same time as I was starting to draw, I was starting to think about that more. I was starting to worry. But I just found a great community of people on Facebook. Like I've got a friend who drew cartoons for the LA Times. Oh, wow. And uh, he has the same problem. Mm-hmm. And I found out that they still can carry on creating art in okay. some form. Just the, as the vision diminishes, especially with black and white, it's quite because of the contrast they can carry on. Mm-hmm. And because of the nature of my abstract art, I've always felt that I can still create that with, even when my eyesight really does deteriorate. Right. And you've also told me that you're interested in music, and maybe that's something that you can delve into more. If... Uh, yeah, I've always said when my eyesight goes up and also pay the blues. There you go. <laughs> And it'll be really good blues because it'll be truly from the heart. I feel that um, the music comes out of me exactly the same way as the abstract art because although I'm not trained, I will sit down and I, if I press record and I start making up patterns on the guitar, I'm always just as amazed as what comes out as with the drawings because, because it's not planned. So I don't feel like I have a lot of credit to it. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it's just that expression. Right. And so you're originally from England. Why Fort Wayne? And are you finding yourself at home here? Yeah. How I came to Fort Wayne was uh, there's a website called Artists and Autism that my wife uh, curates. And uh, her husband started it. He died, unfortunately, a few years ago of unexpected lung cancer. Oh. Which was, which was very weird because he didn't even smoke. But the page is called Artists and Autism, and anyone who's autistic or knows someone who's autistic can share their work on there, and we we share it on, and and that's how my wife met me, and then I was doing a webcast with an artist around the world where we were just drawing together and chatting, and she co-hosted that with me, and then we talk a lot on Skype and that, and we were talking every day, and then we just came over and got married. (laughs) <laughs> That's amazing. And has Fort Wayne been kind to you? Yes, yeah. Especially the art community. I find the art community to be very intelligent and very accepting at the same time. And I've looked at your drawings. Um, you've showed me a few of them today, in fact, uh, since we are at the Jennifer Ford Art Gallery and Sayaka's work is still up. You actually showed me a couple of your drawings of her work. How would you describe what you do to those who have not yet seen your work? It becomes more and more varied, but mainly try to draw with as little intention as possible. I'm just, with the music on, I'm listening to music, but I'm not drawing. So the expression is as pure as possible when the art comes out. But also I like to do exactly the opposite of that as well, and, and, and sit and try to draw a realistic animal. Mm-hmm. To me, that's also relaxing in a different way. But I like to vary it and I like to do as many different styles. And I just started painting. A friend in Arizona has sent me all of his paintbrushes and is sending me big boxes of oils. So I next year look out for lots of oil paint. Oh, cool. Because uh, 
unfortunately, he's lost his eyesight uh, for a different reason to mm-hmm. mine. But, and also his health. He can't do the sort of oil painting he did before. So I've been fortunate that he he values my art and uh, sent me this stuff for free. That's great. It's nice to have a friend, a colleague, someone who will help you out and send you free stuff. <laughs> kind of sounds like you don't have a plan sometimes when you draw. Is it the same for your music? Do you actually sit down and write down what you just played so that you remember it? Or is it different every time? I wish I could. I wish I could focus and do that. Like uh, next month on the 6th, I've got a show which will be here at the Jennifer Ford Art Gallery and I'm going to use the skills of, of just um, sort of like improvisation in 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 fact that I don't know what I'm doing <laughs> but you know, I'll use some songs that I, that I have remembered but most of the time I, I'll write songs and uh, afterwards I just think I have no idea what I played <laughs> and, I, and I wouldn't be able to repeat it if I wanted to mm-hmm. but then other times, I, I will make up a song in exactly the same fashion. I'm just basically I'm just playing patterns, and uh, I tend to go for the wrong notes, and then keep playing the wrong notes until they the the right notes. Mm-hmm. And, and then with that, sometimes the songs will stick. Yeah. Also playing loops. I've got a loop pedal on it, and I'm really getting into to just building up those layers and that intensity. Mm-hmm. When I'm doing the abstract art, if I start doing patterns, I start to think of it as being a lot more contrived, mm-hmm. uh, which is, I think, why my music tends to go through so many different places. It's like, songs tend to just like a journey. A lot of times it's like a circle. But, yeah. But I mean, uh, I think with the way I draw, even though I don't consider myself to have been doing art for very long, I've always doodled on paper and stuff, and I think I've built up a strong style. So in a way, I do use patterns of the way I draw, mm-hmm. with the, the way I do lines and things. Yeah. You've done a great job immersing yourself into the community here. You've been featured at Artworks, the Gallery of Fine Arts in Jefferson Point, JFA, and you're currently working on, as you mentioned, a huge project with musician Hope Arthur and the core. And I interviewed Hope last fall, and she shared with us her idea of the core and how she wanted to unite the artists in Fort Wayne with her project. And I got to go to the the Black Box Arts Lab a few weeks ago, and it was extremely cool, and I'm still thinking about it. And you've taken the actual core structure to the next level. Can you tell us what you've done with it so far? Uh, I had a friend help me, uh, Gary, Gary Coker, and we just did what I do all over the court. And, and it's an eight foot tall structure. So the art on it is just very varied. That I've done it. And you'll be able to display it on the camera on Saturday. And uh, the idea of the core was like, um, it's all about the human experience. Mm. And me being more abstract, I just tried to let that come out subconsciously. Mm-hmm. But the whole thing's covered in ravens. That's incredible. We'll get to see that at Wunderkammer. Unfortunately, this will come out a little bit after that airs, but I think it sounds like the next chance for us to see it is March 6th at Jennifer Ford Art. Yeah. Great. I'm going to write a whole big musical 
and show around me. How long did it take you to draw all over that eight foot structure? I had four days. Four days. Because it, it came from Black Box Theatre, and then it had to be on the camera on the Sunday. So basically, I tried to do one side of it each day. Mm-hmm. And on the last day, I managed to do all the insides. What is it like to have that kind of pressure, uh, restriction on time? Is it okay? Do you like that? Was it hard? I always thought that I would hate it, but I'm finding out in recent weeks that the bigger the project is and the tighter the deadline, the more I enjoy it. Because, well, I, I've known for a long time, I have a lot of problem with focus. And in my ADHD, there's a lot of problems with sort of uh, planning in general. Mm-hmm. I had neurological tests done in London when I was in the top 1% for visual cognition. And for my planning skills, I was, uh, it was like, it's really, really low. So they, <laughs> could, they couldn't even give me an IQ because it wouldn't be representative because of the, the big difference in the, in the, the skills. Yeah. So I think but when you've got a project right there and you're just working on it like that, especially in the abstract, you just you don't have any of those worries. Right. And that just feels so good. I'm occupied for four days without any worries. Mm-hmm. Or is it just, I'm really anxious about it all. Yeah. And there's probably no such thing as messing up or, you know. Yeah, I always say uh, that there should be more of a philosophy with art that there aren't any mistakes because it's this expression, especially to do with the, the subconscious beings that are involved. I think a lot of philosophy is that it's all about training and how hard you train, how many hours you're in. And that puts a lot of people off. Whereas really, just about that moment there and then expressing themselves. Mm-hmm. As we sit here, you're drawing a raven. <laughs> we, <laughs> it is, isn't it? It is a raven. Did you, you may not have even realized it. And you talked about how if you're kind of looking at the March 6th show as maybe having something to do with ravens as well. What what does the raven mean to you? Is it a symbol? Is it stand for something? I was thinking something? about this this morning. Were you? And I was thinking maybe it's trying to get away from that anxiety. Mm. Like trying to, trying to get off the ground. Yeah. And so that you can just hover and not be so worried about all the day-to-day stuff. Because you know you're doing well and uh, stable and... Uh, because it's like ravens because they're so they're really really cold but everybody just takes them for granted yeah they're just so intelligent and they're just they're beautiful birds and look twice at them yeah they're kind of fierce too I like that aspect about them they're so intelligent but some of the the more I look into it some of the intelligence are really nasty but, <laughs> but just the fact that they are that intelligent and the things that they can they can learn to do is Mm-hmm. We talked a little bit about how you draw to music, kind of shut down your conscious and let your subconscious take over. Is that your go-to method for your creation process, music? Yeah, I think it's always been about the music. Um, before I, I started to draw, I was really focusing on trying to make a career with my music because because I'd sit down and write these songs, it would seem to me like a shame that they didn't get out there because, because not because I felt I was super talented for writing, but just because there was that expression in it, just, it just sounded so good. Mm-hmm. 
and and so I would be really worried about that. And then when I started doing the art, then all the pressure was gone. Mm-hmm. It was just like, oh yeah, I can focus. The art's doing well. I can I can keep doing that. I'm getting confidence through the art, and then I don't have to worry so much about the music. And that was quite really. Mm-hmm. What do you hope to accomplish in the next five years? Just financial stability, I suppose. Yeah, that's really hard for an artist. I mean, because of my uh, being on the autistic spectrum as well, I've always struggled to keep jobs and just to feel confident or to feel like accepted. Since I've started doing the art, it's, that's completely changed. I'm just like accepted as an artist straight away. Mm-hmm. So I'm just hoping to be able to continue that and have this, this sort of financial stability to just feel relaxed doing that as well. Yeah. What advice would you give to another artist trying to get their work out there or get involved in the arts community in Fort Wayne? It seems quite easy, but I think a lot of it is confidence and just talking to the right people. I walked into how I got my artistry galleries in Fort Wayne was I just happened to walk into the artworks gallery whilst my wife was in Charming Charlie's looking at the <laughs> And I showed them my work and they signed me up straight away. Oh yeah. But I probably wouldn't have had the confidence to go in there and expect to get my work in the gallery. Mm-hmm. But now I realise when people say I realise all they all they need to do is just go and ask people. Yeah. Just try. It's funny, it's not necessarily that you need to put all that effort, wish and try and work towards something. Maybe you just kinda Put things out there and just see what happens. Putting pressure on yourself. This has to happen. I I need it to happen. But just, yeah, just putting yourself out there and seeing what sticks. And I'm starting to learn to just let things happen as they happen. Like uh, with these things to do with the core. I mentioned to Hope last year when she first showed us the core. And it, it, she showed us it here at like an artist party mm-hmm. and I remember mentioning it and then thinking oh well you know, I've forgotten that I wanted to do it and mm-hmm. then it just comes along at the right time for me to now like, I've got another exhibition coming up that's going to be in there and then, it's, then it will be here at Jennifer Ford Art and it's just mm-hmm. like you can't plan those things no they just you just need to be out there for the right people to be able to approach you right definitely and you don't always know where you're going to meet these people. So just going to things and talking to people. A lot of times you need to be the one to go out and introduce yourself to someone for them to know that that you think they're okay to talk to. Yeah. And to relax. relax. Yeah. And for those who have not had the pleasure of meeting you, what is the one thing you'd like them to know about you? I love to collaborate. I I love to to do my style of drawing with different people. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's just really good to see that realisation in people's minds when they think, well, I can do that, and they're not worried about it. And it's like, wow, look, you can do it, you don't worry about it. Yeah, very true. So on March 6th, we can catch the core, and that'll be another collaboration. Uh, you mentioned that your wife might be there talking to people about the Arts and Autism page, is that correct? And what's really cool about people like Gary and Steve Probably a few weeks ago, they didn't think it would be possible to have somebody in a gallery. Mm-hmm. And uh, just by getting involved, 
already they've got that confidence now they're artists. Yeah. You know, and anybody can do that. That's amazing. Well, it was such a pleasure talking with you today, Frank, and I really enjoyed getting to know you a little bit better. Everyone can go ahead and mark on their calendars. March 6th, The Wolf and the Raven, a visual and musical concert experience by Frank Lewis Allen featuring the core at Jennifer Ford Art. And that's a wrap. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. See you.